<laughs> All right. Who needs me to have a microphone? Nobody. No, we good? What? Shut up, Craig. Welcome to Bonehead. Yeah. It is. Not only we gotta thank we gotta thank the Greers for this, but not only do we're gonna thank the Greers for this, we have Ghostbusters! I'll do what I was doing before. Alright. Yeah. 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 Which direction do I need to go? This Let's way? go that way, and then we'll put the Ghostbusters here in the middle. Okay. You gotta watch Joe. He may try to do things. It's okay. We're hands here, so. Good. So you think he catches things? Is that a PKA meter, or are you just happy to see me? Yes! <laughs> That's the world's worst joke, and nobody laughed, thank God. Somebody did, I heard. It. Um, Alright, there's no room for the fat guy to sit. Well, I, made it. I made it in, Joe. Alright, thank you. Thank you so much. Good God! What is going on? Welcome, Ghostbusters. Thank you all so much for coming. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves? <laughs> <laughs> it's usually this short. Oh, he's got What did you say? It's a PG-13 show, dude. Peacock. Oh, Peacock. Right. Thank you, John. We got a microphone down there. Let's try moving that one around. Yes, it's over this one, dude. Uh, I'm Jason LePage, uh, affectionately known as Fletch. Don't call him that. That's my Fletch. Uh, I'm John Green. How you doing? Good to see you. Thanks for coming out. All right, cool. Now, so, really quick before we get started, you guys dress up like Ghostbusters, but you don't just do it because you get your uh, kicks that way. Why do you guys do it? Uh, we actually raise money for the Kentucky Children's Hospital. Yeah. Why the Kentucky Children's Hospital? So, how much have you raised today? One million dollars. Right. One million dollars. No, seriously. So I always have people come up to me, and they may not know cons, and God knows I've known too many cons. Have you ever said that to you ever? You, when you want something sexy. That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> and they say things like this, and they make fun of us, and then they, but I look at to people like the Western Ghostbusters, and I look at the 501, and all the joy and the money that they bring to the children's hospitals. And isn't that a good thing, Ronnie? That's absolutely taking your passion and making it into something that makes the world a better, brighter place. And I say, all oh, go for that. Now we're done sucking up. And by the way, can you go a little lower? Yeah, he's a chubby chaser. <laughs> Not just a ghost chaser. So, Chad, it's your turn. Take it over. What are we about to do? All right, so I figured that this, and it's only fitting, that we're at Comic Con, so today's topic is lame ass superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> now, so that you guys know this, the Ghostbusters know, John doesn't know, Chad knows, and I don't know what's on this list. So, what you're about to witness is us actually arguing. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm ready. When people ready. talk about comic books, you always hear Spider Man, Batman, Superman. Who are those people? Booster Gold. How many people actually have read a comic book on this panel? <laughs> okay. How about in the audience? <laughs> 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 I'll call bullshit on just somebody. One person. 
Do you guys find it funny that I don't read comics? Because it's true, also, I'm not a gamer. He's a phony. I'm a big fat phony. Yep. <laughs> to which part? All the above. All the above. All the above. Who put the scarefest things up here? <laughs> As if I didn't know. <laughs> Sorry, the owner. Scarefest? What's that? The owner of Scarefest is also in the audience. They're going to have Bruce Campbell and Ted Ramey this September. I also have about 15 different people on my request list. That's I'll okay. Later. <laughs> anyway, so go so, ahead. So we talk about great superheroes all the time, but we never talk about all the bad ones that exist. And we're going to cover a few of those. So for starters, I'm going to ask a question. Yes. So when you think of superpowers, Joe, what's the first superpower that comes to your mind? The ability to lose weight. That's not true. Fail miserably at that one, don't you? Yeah, I fail miserably at all of them. <laughs> what about you guys? Super strength? Flying. 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 That's a good one. Wayne. I'm with Joe, losing weight, losing <laughs> I don't know, the ability to x-ray vision. Okay, <laughs> how about a sentient digestive system? Like my stomach talks to me? A probiotic. So our first hero is, uh, that was funny because some guy was supposed to show up, he didn't show up. Yeah, Bryce of Maggot. Ugh, Maggot. <laughs> so who the hell is Maggot? So Maggot, he was first, yeah. yeah. So, in the X-Men, there's all, there, X-Men are pretty much any superpower you can think of. So they eventually came up with the sentient digestive system. So Maggot actually was first featured in the Uncanny X-Men 345 in 1997. And he was created by Scott Lobdell and Ben Robb. Did you really know that, dude? It just, there's everything about this picture is 90s is some stupid kids out here. Now there's so, no kids. That's some stupid nonsense that would have come up with in the night. Is it the word nonsense that you didn't want to hear? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm understand that fucking kind of language. <laughs> I changed it. Right, right, Every PG-13, they're one on one fuck. You gotta remember, there's like a billion and a half X-Men characters, so at a certain point, they're just throwing darts at a board. Like, yeah. They have a super colon. <laughs> yeah, what do we do with that? I don't know, figure it out. So is this bastard basically Greek yogurt? No, so his real name is, right? So his real name is Yafet. As a Kodo? Sure. Actor? No, yeah. Alien. Homicide like I'm the only one really. Running Man? Running Man, that's true. But his last name's unknown. What are the things on his shoulders? Is this like his pet maggots? Those are, so I'm, yeah, I'm getting there. Okay, so. Uh, no, 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 no. So he just told you to shut up, dude. No, no, no. Uh, he's South African, and you know, Ghostbusters, leave him alone. A little side, a little side note. They really wanted to make him as authentic as he could, so the, the, the writer, uh, Scott Modell, actually just got a slang South African book of African slangs and wrote those in. That was his whole dialogue. That's gonna work out real well. It's pretty um, Okay. But no, so as a youth, he had these horrible stomach pains for until and then a teenager, Magneto, ripped out those two magnets out, mag maggots out of his digestive system. Because they're made of metal? <laughs> they're, te they're actually they're actually techno organic slugs. Because of course they are. Because techno organic slugs. Would you like to guess their names? Because they do have names. Yes. Flotsam and Jetsam. 
<laughs> Close. Eeny and meeny. Oh, what happened uh, to Monty and Moe? Larry and Curly? So the slugs, <laughs> so the slugs <laughs> would leave Maggot's body and devour any form of matter they could obtain. After wrapping up their feast, they would then re-enter Maggot's body and grant him enhanced strength and durability. This is stupid. Hold on, real quick. Come on in. Come down front. Yeah. You've already missed the best part, I'm sorry. The first three rows are the splash zone, just to be aware of <laughs> But there's really no... Joe gets excited easily. Yeah. We have Magneto Maggots. Magneto Maggots, y'all caught up. They, uh, they also have the side effect of turning his skin blue, and if the Maggots ever lost contact with Eni or Mimi, he would die of starvation. Good. Good for him. <laughs> now, there's been several different... There's actually been several different incarnations of Maggot. Really? Yes. <laughs> Brought that one back. There was oh, this one. Kind of I saw he was in a movie somewhere. No, sadly. Um, but he's also been known to have blue skin, and he's also been a hulking mass of a figure with two gigantic maggots crawling on his shoulders, like you see. You got that one? Put that one over. Right. Are the two maggots? Do the two maggots turn into Mothra? Is that what this is? No, they they literally he, they leave his digestive system. They attack whatever's in front, of him, devour it, then re-injure him and but give they, him enhanced powers. But they never actually turn into big flies. They never turn into anything. Can we move on to the next? It sounds like this is less of a superpower and more of a thing you need to get a shot for before you leave the country. This is what you get from eating like gas station sausage. Those things are actually I did gas station sausage. <laughs> but it was my way to get through college. Nice, nice. Uh, and this is why he never got his degree. <laughs> no. Joe's nickname is Gas Station Sausage. My middle name wasn't Glory Hole for nothing. Oh my god, I'm so ready to move on. John, hold yourself. Matter Eater Lad. You jerk. <laughs> Alright, why is he a jerk? <laughs> Matter Eater Lad is one of my favorite characters, for real. <laughs> Why? Because he eats anything. I think he eats golf clubs. Are all these characters got ones that kind of thing? Okay, so the first three, there's an ongoing thing. Uh-oh, oh no, we run two people off. We miss you. We have stickers for the end. Come back, it gets better. If you'd have just made it to the end, we would have gave you Scarefest cards. It doesn't get any worse. $400. We almost have so, they were so embarrassed. Good. We only lost one. Go ahead. So, sorry, John, but yeah, he's a... Uh, Matter Eater Lad has ranked as one of the worst superheroes on many, many lists. So, I couldn't not include him. All right, what's this guy's real name? I paid 50 bucks for this, for our original artwork of this character. Hold on, that's a ago. fan, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Wait till you hear his real name. There's an sorry, F-word. I'm sorry. It's fan. I actually don't have his real name, but wait till you hear the planet he's from. Okay. His real name is Tenzel Cam, and he's from the planet Bismol. Bismol. <laughs> Are you lying? This is your favorite. No, it, it's not my favorite, but it's been one of them. <laughs> top 10, top 20, maybe. All right, we got two more. Was he creator? Like advertising. Let that sink in. The planet Bismol. 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 So, uh, Matter Eater Lad... You guys are shitting me, right? Seriously, it's not... No, no, that's your comic book. So, Matter Eater Lad was actually in, uh... They were in DC's version of, like, the X-Men, the Legion of Superheroes. On the moon of K.O. Pectate. He's like the... He was the 13th member of the Legion of Superheroes. Him and Captain Rollins, right? Yeah, yeah. Actually, the Legion of Superheroes. Major Tones. Um, Major Tom. He was first. He was first featured in Adventure Comics 303, 
And he's actually created by Jerry Siegel. Wow. Okay. I mean, he did Damn, nothing Jerry, else, right? Like nothing else. Hey, Chad? Yeah. I've got the issue. What's that? 303. Oh, you do? Yes. Yeah, that's impressive. Uh, you just look that probably about four or five. I know grades. Okay. Kiss my ass. You guys try to be there. But next time you say kiss your ass, try to say it in the microphone. Oh, well, I'm on it. <laughs> but if you oh, haven't guessed about the banter, his, his power is eating. He can eat any matter, solid, liquid, or gas. What? <laughs> in unlimited quantities and at a super fast pace. Who the hell eats gas? Nobody <laughs> can eat gas. Somebody who's behind me on the steps after I had Arby's. Hold on. Gentlemen, would you like to hear his origin story? Yes. No. Yeah. Hold on, do you all want to hear his origin story? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know how long. Nope, we'll let Chad do it. He's already enjoyed our It took me a solid week. Okay. Yes. yes. We have a question. Uh, does he predate Pepto Bismol? No. Which came first? The chicken or the egg? <laughs> Pepto or the Bismol? It was an advertisement. Yeah, it was, I think Jerry Siegel was trying to get as much money as he could because he didn't get the Superman dollars if you know the history. Yeah, like, my question is, how is this guy really going to help you in a fight, though? Like, he will here, let somebody. me eat this. Oh, like, I don't, he's going to eat that person. Oh, we're going to get there. Oh, you know, we are going to get there, gentlemen. Oh, this is going so well. Oh. All right, tell us the story, Chad. So, as mentioned, he came from the planet Bismol. <laughs> this planet consisted of microbes that made all food inedible. Through evolution and sheer force of will, the inhabitants of the planet developed the ability to eat all other matter. <laughs> sheer force of will. I will eat this rock, and it will be delicious. One of his one of the last big feats is he saved the planet from annihilation by eating out a large meteor. Oh wow! He hollowed it out. Yeah. <laughs> However, this is not his biggest claim to heroism. There's more? There's more. Okay. It's gas station, gas station sausage. <laughs> his biggest claim to no, fame. No, his biggest claim to fame came when he ate the indestructible. Let me try that again. The indestructible miracle machine. He ate a machine that performs miracles and, and was in, indestructible. And was indestructible. How does that help? <laughs> John, do you know anything about the, the uh, miracle machine? Explain this nonsense. The miracle yeah, there's the microphone. Somebody stick that in their face. Don't eat it though. The miracle machine kind of was one that explains it could do things that you know were almost unimaginable. Uh, and then when he ate it, he actually went insane. Yes. Uh, was kind of locked up by a character called Brainiac Five, who was another member of the same group. Who is currently on these Supergirl series? They open for the Jackson 5. <laughs> <laughs> to what? Too soon? <laughs> but that character is currently on the Supergirl series on CW. Radiac 5? Yes. yes. Well, well, where the hell does Mad Matter Eater get in there? Did you do that right? Was that right? Mad Matter Eater? No. Hey, man, no. It's not Mad Matter Eater. <laughs> I like mine better. I just like yours better, too. Does he gain the ability of the stuff he eats? That could be fun. That'd be no. Fun. No, he just, eats. he just eats. He becomes a golf club after he eats. <laughs> are we ready? Is this? Are we done with this one? I, is there more? Matter, we can do like five more minutes. John, is there anything else you want to talk about about matter in your life since you're the historian? No, no we can move on. John's already playing with his device. All right, so this is the third in the eating trilogy. <laughs> so number three on our list. Fat Man! Yes! 
So Where do we get the Greek suit? Diabetes! <laughs> so if you notice something about Fat Man's costume, we'll get into that in a minute. So Fat Man was created in 1996 for the short-lived Lightning Comics. More 90s shit. He was created by Otto Bender and C.C. Beck. If those names sound familiar to any comic book nerds, they are the, they are the inventor of Captain Marvel not the Brie Larson, the Shazam. Shazam. The real original. What are you guys getting upset about? Grit has a love affair with uh, the Carol Danvers version of Captain Marvel, and he has been taking shit for for it from us pretty much the whole weekend so far. Because he doesn't read comics, so he just knows the movies, so he's a casual fan. So you still got two days left. That's right. Casual fan. That's like calling somebody a what? I was going to say something. It was really it was really nasty. Was what I was going to say. That's that's good. I did stop. Yeah. We got we got some we got some kick-ass grannies. I didn't want to offend. That's right. How you doing? I think they've heard it before. <laughs> so what's so fascinating about Fat Man? I don't know. I'll live it, dude. He actually has three identities. <laughs> so let's go into the first one. Personality of disorders, okay? So his first one is Van Crawford. Van Crawford was a wealthy man who had an extensive knowledge over such subjects, sub bleh, such subjects as bird watching and martial arts. Wow. The only thing that was bigger than Crawford's intellect was his waist size. Crawford, as obviously, was very fat. He used his weight to fight crime as his alter ego, Fat Man. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> you use it to fight your feelings. So those are his first two identities. Let's get into his third. So his third identity came into play when he came upon a mysterious alien who greeted him with a chocolate malt. <laughs> this chocolate malt. This chocolate malt gave him a new superpower. He became Fat Man, the human flying saucer. Oh, he does have a picture of that. I haven't got that power yet. <laughs> Somebody go grab us some chocolate malts. So, every time I meet an alien, there's a pro. Why does he get a chocolate malt? <laughs> and it turns him into a flying saucer. And a master of martial arts and loved birds. And right. he went with Fat Man. Yes. And then he met an alien. <laughs> but I get that, but like, okay, like, if you were rich and a martial artist and had a fascination with bats, you would call yourself Skinny Man. Aviary Man. Bird Man. He went with Fat Man. This is what happens when a fat guy and an alien love each other. That's where flag saucers come from. I was, I was going to wait until you were a little older to have this talk with you, but now's the time, I guess. I know, I know. However, his fat was also his weakness, I shouldn't mention that. Because he actually I have penis. <laughs> he actually got so Austin Toad. He actually got so fat that he actually could not fly as the flying saucer. Oh, man. He had to go on an exercise program to lose weight. That was in his short-lived comic book career, that was his biggest obstacle. Yeah. Well, how, it's how, my biggest obstacle. Chad, how is feeding of a chocolate malt gonna help that problem then? <laughs> <laughs> the alien was also a bastard. <laughs> Clearly, like literally, like a Jon Snow bastard, or like <laughs> <laughs> for you Game of Thrones fans. Yeah, All right, so, so <clears throat> one little note about Cat, uh, Fat Man. He actually is a ripoff of Captain Marvel. The 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 key people who created him were the creators <laughs> of Captain Marvel, and this Lightning Comics 
gave him the, op the opportunity to do a spoof of him. So that's why he has the same cape. The color scheme is the same, except it's green. That's my one little tidbit about that. Did someone else in the Marvel family end up with a green suit like that, too? Because there's like Mary yes. Marvel. And, uh, uh, we will be exploring that topic. Oh, okay, okay. Later. Okay. <laughs> okay. Alright, what's, what's the next okay. one? Okay, so this is a personal one for me. A deep, deep hatred. Uh, he actually doesn't show up on any list as being one of the worst, but I hate him. <laughs> so I included him. I hate him too. You know he's not real, right? Triathlon. <laughs> AKA the 3D man. And they're real to me. <laughs> what the hell is a 3D man? Are we all 3D men? I, I was just gonna say, isn't he already in 3D? There's how? No. Okay. Is it the glasses? He, <laughs> he has the superpower to walk with 3D glasses on. Is that? You're very close. Oh, very, very close. <laughs> These are awful. Good so, job. Thank you. So, Triathlon, aka 3D Man, first appeared in Avengers number eight in September first, nineteen ninety-eight. He was created by Kurt Busiek and George Perez. He's also known as 3D Man. Did you say 98? Did you say 98 or 88? What is your, what's your phrase? More than 90s nonsense. I love 90s. Don't get me wrong. It's the greatest decade in human history. I mean, we're talking millions of years. 90s was, was it, but this is ridiculous. I don't think he has enough pouches to be a 90s character. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till you hear his powers. Oh, okay. So his powers are superhuman strength, durability, speed, agility, reflexes, and jumping at the levels of exactly a three times a normal human being. <laughs> that, that, man, that is his power. What? What the also, power is he developed it through religion. We have a religious kid that if you join a cult, you get superpowers. <laughs> now, where does the 3D come into play, you may ask? Yeah. The goggles, as you mentioned previously. Uh, his goggles allow him to see scrolls. What? 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 That's it. Scrolls? Scrolls. scrolls. Oh, that's it. Oh, sorry. Did I say something else? Scrolls. 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 I like reading. What about Super Scrolls? Oh, phonics worked on you. So they watched They Live with the glasses and was like, I'm going to give him that power. Exactly. Okay. okay. All right. And um, they eventually realized that that was a stupid power. <laughs> eventually. So they tried to retrofit it. Oh, so he also developed the, light, the ability to be, uh, see people who were possessed or were evil. That's it. Like, I got mad at traffic evil or <laughs> <laughs> I'm city evil. And now this is where I'm going now, but the next fact is uh, this is where Joe Lewis is going to get irritated at me. I actually looked up scientific facts. <laughs> Why? God. So he is quoted as lifting 2,400 pounds according to Marvel.com. The average strongest human being can lift 586 pounds. That means three times that is 1,172 pounds. Oh, shenanigans. He is bullshit. Utter <laughs> bullshit, which is why I hate him. He, yeah. Comments? That alone. Keep your math out of my superheroes? Dude, it isn't real. <laughs> I love you. It's just not real. I'm really so, all caps and five exclamation marks. Science, motherfucker. <laughs> so, Chad, you don't have a problem with Superman turning the Earth backwards. No, no I have a problem with three times the power and it not being mathematically correct. But you can't, you couldn't pass college algebra if your life depended on it. I got a C, bitch. C passes. 
No, no. C. Not C plus, C minus. C. C's are degrees. I did a special project. I have a similar story. I did a community college. I got a C as well. Special project? Yeah. All right, are we done? With three new men? Yeah. Because this is a killer. Okay. Hopefully the next one's better. Captain Marvel. What about him? Her. Her. She's bad diver. Which one? Which one? Oh, I'm not flipping. I am not flipping to the next the next slide. Because when you think of Captain Marvel, you probably think of the new Brie Larson movie or the upcoming, hopefully amazing, Shazam. Damn it, DC. The truth is, there are actually at least 20 different variations of that hero with that name. Yeah, and we are going to cover the dumbest one. Nice. So, Captain Marvel. Oh my god. Oh, look at that guy. <laughs> broken action figure. That's what happened there. So, Captain Marvel first appeared in Captain Marvel number one in April 1966, published by MF Enterprises. <laughs> 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 For some odd reason, motherfucker made me laugh. <laughs> some stuff you just can't make up. <laughs> he was created by Carl Burgos. This Captain Marvel is actually a cheap knockoff of the DC Comics version. He even had a sidekick named Billy Baxton. Whoa. <laughs> really? Yes. Whoa. This one, however, is an android from a planet that was destroyed by nuclear war. He had a wide array of superpowers that included laser vision, flight, sonic blast, etc. Now you can look in the picture. This is where it's a, also another direct rip off of uh, the Captain Marvel that's featured in Shazam. His most notable superpower was when he shouted the magical catchphrase, SPLIT! <laughs> his legs, arms, and head would detach from his body. <laughs> that was his power. <laughs> the comic books put him in various uh, situations to where that power would be utilized. For example, he was locked in a cage and had, the key was all the way across the room. It happens to everybody. This <laughs> <laughs> is Saturday night. It's a thing yeah. there. I don't know if you guys saw that or not. It's just a thing, thing of a jig right there at the bottom. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, you'll notice Rain Man else noticed it. You will notice Rain Man at the top right hand corner. That's one of his villains. It's literally a short guy who holds a giant rain gun. <laughs> <laughs> it's tiny man. It's tiny doctor. He did, however, have a certain another superpower. If he yelled the magic word for some reason, Zayn, he magically came back together. That's his other power. What if somebody like taped his mouth shut and he's never come back together? So if he just had a pair of scissors and cut the cord. Yeah. He looks like a G.I. Joe if somebody had a rough Saturday with him. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna do this already. I can see the cords. Isn't that a cord there? I see what you're talking about, I can't tell. I think that's actually just a drawing to indicate that his legs are flying off at super fast speed. So it's not like you push the button and it all comes back I'm sticking with the cord, brother. So a brief background of MF Enterprises, which is funny how they have that name. They actually ripped off everything DC did at the time. And at the time, it was Timely Comics. Um, so here's some of the villains that Captain Marvel fought. Plastic Man. Heard of him. Dr. Fate. <laughs> What's Dr. Fate, dude? He's a DC hero, Joe. Okay. Thank you for clearing that. Wrap the hell up. You're welcome. He's the guy that said thank you, So Dr. Fate, was the, he's, the, he's the Dr. Strange of the DC world. If that helps you out. Big gold helmet. 
<laughs> his another one of his villains was Bat. What I guess what he dressed like? Subtle. Yeah, or a fish. <laughs> and then this is where this is where they tried not to make it so obvious. Professor Doom. <laughs> And Colonel Cold. <laughs> I kind of like Adam Jaw there. <laughs> Wonder where they got that from. And as you can see, Dr. Fate is a guy in a wheelchair. That's the guy that would blow a right hand corner. See, now I like this guy because and this is the first time I've ever seen it, but what I like about it is the fact that his two arms and his two legs and his head could put up a good fight. <laughs> but I just want to see his torso flopping around. Torso? No, his torso served no purpose. Yeah, just kind of like flopping just, like a fish. It just, it just hovered. That's all it did. It hovered. Like, just think about the distraction that would cause his opponents. Like, <laughs> this flopping fish of a torso, and they're like, what the hell is that? Have you guys ever seen a punch in the face? It's like yeah. the scene in Return of the Living Dead where there's just a torso. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Alright, so let's move on to the next one. John, what did you mention earlier on top of Mad Reader Lab before we started talking? Screw it out, sir. Adventures. So, our next hero. Well, that whole team was wild. Doorman. <laughs> <laughs> He has the ability to let you in the club or not, right? Yes. Yes. Awesome. Not, not even that cool. <laughs> <laughs> so not only was Doorman a member of the Great Lake Avengers, he was all, he first was featured in the West Coast Avengers in July 1989. He's just and, working his way downwards, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> it was created by John Byrne. And if you, if you know anything about John Byrne, he is an excellent comic book writer and has many fine comic books out there. But he invented Doorman. So, right now I'm shitting on him. So what the hell did Doorman do? He creates doors, Joe. He creates doors? No, he goes from room to room. But you know, in other words, he could disappear over to the room over there. That's his power. So, sort of. Doorman's, Doorman's main power is he can make himself a door that allows his teammates to not transport to another dimension, space, or to another part of the country. No. Doorman's powers allow them to travel to the very next room. Wow. <laughs> That's it. How much time does that save as opposed to walking to the next room? That was my exactly. There's one there's one scene where Mr. Fa um, Mr. Fantastic cannot get through, so he becomes a door and Mr. Fantastic puts his head through a wall, sees what's in there, comes back out. That's the whole purpose of Doorman. I feel like this is killing the episode. <laughs> when Doorman, you know how it's in Scooby-Doo, they like run between, was that Doorman the whole time? That was Doorman the whole time. That's how it Oh, yeah, that's true. He stops the first How did they get from that room to this room? It was Doorman the whole time. He did have many other powers, though, such as intangibility, death sense, whatever the hell that is. What's death sense? I don't know. I didn't look it up because I was too focused on the fact that he was fucking Doorman, Joe. I am not walking out into this traffic. I have... Death sense. <laughs> I shall not eat these razor blades. <laughs> I matter eater man. Matter eater would. Matter eater would because he's a badass. He would eat those razor blades. He would eat those razor blades. He would eat those razor I will take on gas station sausage. He will eat a hole in the wall. For three feet. He could be intangible. He could be intangible. So he just walks through the wall to He could walk through the wall, but instead he creates a door through his body. I feel like he's making like, So you're walking through him? You're walking through him, yeah. He literally, his, his stomach becomes a door, and you walk through it. 
This is <laughs> you guys are asked. This is really so bad. Joe. He doesn't actually create a door going whoosh door. No, because he becomes the door. So I feel like there could be he's not concentrating and once again. Oh, oh wait. I got my head stuck in doorman's ass. <laughs> Where's the knob? No, man. Danny beat me to my own joke. <laughs> 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 you okay? <laughs> this is the kind of, this is what Bonehead delivers. Well, the, the second joke is, are you with the keys? He's got the keys. <laughs> What's with the cape there? <laughs> well, nothing about this man makes any sense. <laughs> yeah, open that. Door. I got the next one. Speaking of Jiggle the Knob, the fact, the fact that he looks like a uh, uncolored Spider-Man, yes. everything. I'm doing this. Yeah. I'm wearing this outfit next to you. You can watch it all. <laughs> you have witnesses now. You, know, you, you got to type it together between you. You can wear the outfit. I just want to see where you put your knob. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the only way any action in any time. I'm ready to move on, but I'm really fascinated right. about Doorman's knob. So, uh, I <laughs> say, I say, turn no! It's free! I got nothing. Bourbon after the show. Yay! It's stickers. He's lying, and I got some indigestion. I mean, we're not giving you bourbon, but this is Kentucky. You should go consume. <laughs> I've got some indigestion here. I got some indigestion. Hey, Joe, I got some What? I got you covered. Woohoo! I brought in cherries. Have you eaten any of those cherries yet? Cherries. No. Dip into those cherries. No. <laughs> what matter you're allowed to do? <laughs> are, you mad at, are you mad at me? He was second on the list. <laughs> John's still pissed over the cherries. You might have lost the post. That's all. So, uh, and we're still fascinated about Doorman's knob. Are we done with this knob? We are not. No. I'm going to move on to the last one. Yes. So the, the knob. last one's actually a pretty. <laughs> so the last one's actually a predominantly popular superhero. He's featured. He was an Avenger. He was actually one. Of the, I'm sorry. He was a Defender. As um, he fought along Captain America. He's been featured in animated series. Jessica Jones, season two on Netflix. I'm, of course, talking about, control yourself, Joe, The Wizard. Yes. <laughs> you know, when we were talking about gas station sausage, <laughs> we had a wizard once. That was really bad. Yeah. All right, came so, up with that all by yourself. All by yeah. myself. So what did The Wizard do? So he first appeared in USA Comics, number one, in August 1941, he was created by Al Iveson. So when Wizard's powers are obvious, he runs fast. He's a lot. <laughs> that is not obvious. <laughs> that was not where I went with our yeah. Wizard. <laughs> this isn't why this, this man is lame. We're going to talk about his origin story. Here we go. This is a direct quote from the comic book. While on a trip to Africa, Robert Frank was bitten by a cobra. Dying, he was saved by a transfusion of mongoose blood. Right. <laughs> this transfusion gave him the power of super speed and allowed him to become the wizard. How, how fast are freaking mongoose? Okay, that was the exact question. I've got to ask the audience. So, so how many of you out there are smart? 
Okay, that's not what I thought. They're still here. They're still here, so <laughs> no offense. We know our audience. How fast are Mon Geese is, 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 or do you call them Mon Guy, Mon Geese? Oh, 20 geese. miles per hour. <laughs> 20 miles per hour a Mon Goose can go. The speed of a moped. <laughs> the, the speed of a lame greyhound. <laughs> okay, so tree and Joe. Yeah. What exactly is a Mon Goose? Ricky Tiki Tiki. <laughs> yeah, Ricky Tiki Tiki. That's the one. There you go. Okay, hold on. You're giving. What was Ricky Tiki Tiki Joe? A mongoose. <laughs> Sorry. Can you give a description of a mongoose? Hell no. It's like a squirrely looking thing, like right? A mongoose is basically a badger that looks like it fucked a raccoon. <laughs> a raccoon looking guy, yeah. Back to sausage. <laughs> a badger that fucked a raccoon. Right. Okay. So this is the second reason why he's lame. His costume. He's given the power through a mongoose, yet his golden helmet it has two giant wings sticking out the side and a giant goose head sticking out the front. I couldn't find the exact image that I wanted to use, but yeah, if, if he turned his head, there would be a long neck <coughs> followed by a goose head. Yes, I know I'm making the penis motion joke. <laughs> and I noticed the table's getting a little higher. <laughs> Not really. These Ghostbusters are rampants. Yeah. <laughs> and here's the third reason. Let's go both ways. Yeah, I know. So do we. <laughs> so the third reason is his name is a modern day dialect for PP. Number one, tinkling, wee wee, making lemonade, brewing, brewing but light, draining the lizard, the golden shower, shooting the yellow rainbow, spraying wheat. Color, I wrote all these down. Watering the plants, putting out the campfire, minute maids revenge. <laughs> Gaining the yellow brick road, the Listerine lie. Hey, Joe, he probably worked on that for an hour. Yeah. God Super Soaker. He's not done. And Chuck Berry's Lament. <laughs> While we're on that topic, don't cross the street. <laughs> All right. The Wizard. Is that the last one? That is the last one on the list. So, out of all of these, which one did we not get that you all think sucks? Yes. Yeah. Armfall Off Boy sucks. Oh, yeah, that's a bad way. Armfall Off Boy actually is featured uh, in the worst comic book characters of all time. It usually goes Maggot, Mad Reader Lad, Fall Off Arm Boy. Is that hyphenated? How do they, how do they present that? Uh, I think it's Armfall. Armfall Off Boy. You are correct. I'm sorry. Three, four, four, Isn't that a band? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually a guy who has like a pink crown hat. I don't do it. Seriously, they're a band. They did that shitty Ghostbusters song. That's Fallout Boy. What's the difference? Mm-hmm. All right, what else? <laughs> Anybody got another one that they think sucks? Leather Boy. Oh, oh, Leather Boy sounds kinky. Make me name in college. Leather Boy? <laughs> he was also a member of the Great Lakes what? Avengers. All right. Leather Boy does not suck. I will fight you for that. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I think it's like Gunman and Bullet Boy. This <laughs> has a gun. They're a team. I, there is one that I didn't play. Are they a duo? There is there's a bullet yeah, bag yeah, and a third <laughs> thing. <laughs> what what hold on, gunman and bullet boy. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say there is one that I didn't bring up because I didn't think we'd have enough time. Which we're almost out of time. Mother Hubbard. Mother Hubbard. Set in a cupboard. Set in a cupboard. But yet in the comic books, Mother Hubbard was an evil was a good fighting she was a witch. Okay. A witch who fought nursery run villains. That's awesome. Who would be the villains? 
Humpty Dumpty was one. The big bad wolf. The big bad wolf. Uh, that's not the dumbest thing we've heard today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, compared to some of those, that we can work with that. Yeah, she was going to be in the middle. That's like, nah, she doesn't be doorman. <laughs> I want to know how many of these writers had jobs after they came up with this ridiculous bullshit. Oh like, man, what was how the, many of them were still employed after they pitched? <laughs> so, so John Byrne and Kurt Busiek are still modern-day comic book writers and have a lot of comic books out now. I hate to hear Does that. anybody remember the Constrictor? He oh my god, Marvel villain, he like, he was like a dumber version of Omega Red, he had ropes that came out of his fists and he could tighten them around you. The Constrictor, look it up, I'm not picking that up. As we're running out of time, I want to thank you all for coming to Bonehead's first live show. Thank you, it really means a lot to us. Um, thank you, Brady Griffin. Actually, I gotta thank Brandon because he's actually always really been supportive to us and no, was scared. Uh, <laughs> thank you all for coming. But before we go, I want to give the Ghostbusters a chance to make some money, and by that I mean make some money for kids. So, guys, can you tell us how they can go down and donate? Did you say donate? Donate. Pretty sure you said donate. I've been working on this pitch all day long, so if you uh... so you have to clap, it's really gonna bother him. So, no, I've been saying it a lot today, so if you've, if you've stopped by the uh, Ghostbusters booth, you've heard me say this, that we are having a ghost hunt game, and for just a minimum $2 donation, you can always donate more, we will give you a ghost busting license, and there are 10 ghosts hidden throughout the convention at vendors. Uh, if you find these 10 ghosts, well, if you find five ghosts, we give you an extra raffle ticket. You get a raffle ticket just for playing along, but if you find five ghosts, you get an extra raffle ticket, if you find all 10 ghosts, you get a third raffle ticket, and then we raffle at different times throughout the day. You don't have to be present to win the raffle, but we just ask that you stop by to check to see if your ticket was drawn. Uh, all, the, all the ghosts are at vendors, so we're also sending you out on your way to check out different vendors, and the ghosts I don't think are hidden too much, but you don't have to search in like bathrooms or behind fountains or I was gonna say all the all of the money. Where does all that money, money, money go? All of that money goes into uh, Gritton's personal account for <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He it goes to the UK Children's Hospital. Every cent of it, we don't keep any of it. We give it back. Well, they give it back. Uh, they do reverse trick or treating at the hospital. Go around and see the kids and give the check to the the hospital. So yeah, thank you. I'm not taking anything away from there, but it's a five-on-one downstairs. They do the same thing with a lot of that. So give to these charities. Help these people out. These guys aren't getting paid for this whatsoever. They're doing it out of their own goodwill, all right? A quick question. Is Stay Puff one of the ghosts? Yeah, he's actually the first one okay. we give away. And I, I was just going to throw in there, you know, we, we do this for the kids. I actually live in Iowa, so I, I drive down here for this every Jesus year. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, I think his name is. is it, isn't that the less moral Nebraska? <laughs> if, you, if you've gone to Ohio, keep going. If you've gone to Idaho, that's too far. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you all so much. We have stickers up here. We'll be more than happy to give them some stickers to you. Come get them. Hand them out to your friends and neighbors. Subscribe to Bonehead. We really appreciate it. Thank you all so much. Peace out. Go to Scarefest in September and support my buddy Brandon. Yay. We'll do that. But he keeps all his money. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.